tuned in to the Tri-State High Society Seshcast. Took a little break there for November, but we are back. Yes, we are. It's Weed Wednesday. Got a very special guest <laughs> in the house, and we are here at Hazy House. Yes. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm from Fruity Fuego. To my left, Mario from I Bud You Inc. and The Last Prisoner Project. Further on my left, Chelsea from Puff Cards. Happy Weed Wednesday. And our very special guest here all the way around, Ryan, the executive director of NYC Normal. Thank you so much what for having man? me today. Ryan in the house. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me. Guys um, the beats you're hearing in the background uh, come courtesy of the homie Cessless, C-E-S-S underscore L-E-S-S on Instagram. All vinyl crate digging shit. Keep you going. Um, as it is a Seshcast here, what's everybody smoking on? All right, I'll start off. Yeah, yeah I'm smoking it. on a, a Skittles Cross. It's Skittles Cross with Grease Monkey. Uh, I was just talking about the name. It's one of those names that's a little, I would say, in that line of offensive is uh, orangutan titties. Okay. Uh, I mean, you call it for short OT, but yeah. um, the vibe from the high has been really good, really Skittles forward. And, you know, I've, I've smoked it, you know, twice before doing a bunch of work. And honestly, it's been perfect. Okay. You know, talking to people, doing all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, and that's the flower like that. that. I've only seen rosin of that. I haven't seen the flower. Well, it's dope. funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people know because they run in ros- uh, rosin because it, you know, puts out and it's really yeah. tasty. It's a yielder. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. What about you, Chelsea? I got the Crypto Chronic, hey. the Vanilla Cream Hemp Wrap. Okay. We'll see. Test it out. These are new ones that we picked up from MJ BizCon. We ransacked the place with all the free samples. Got to. So let's test it out. All right, all right. I got, got some man. Skywalker OG. Okay. Ooh. Yep. Forces, Ooh. forces with you with this one. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I myself am smoking on some Super Booth uh, from here at the Hazy House, courtesy of the Hazy House. Those nice citrus terps. Also, um, Super Booth has been going around. Organic Cup uh, Super Booth won first place from uh, Joya Farms. Shout out to Joya Farms. Um, so let's see. It's been a month. A lot of things have happened. Y'all went to MJ BizCon. You want to talk about that? We were out yes, in Vegas. That was crazy. Were you out there? No, I didn't go out there. I had, um, what's it called? My uh, anniversary with my uh, partner a couple days before, me and her. Yeah, I, it was a main, actually. You know, so like, oh, I could okay, okay. I didn't want to just vamp back out to Vegas. I had too many things to do in the city. Got it. Yeah, I've well, dodged BizCon for five years, actually. <laughs> it's crazy, but one of these days I'm going to be able to go, so. Well, we had a good time out there. Um, it was massive in comparison to years prior. You know, uh, definitely more of like back end stuff, cultivation and supplies, processing, manufacture, big machinery. We did a little recap on the Tri State Instagram. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the highlights always probably the the parties. We made the rounds to all the big ones. Right. This con's one thing, but the, the after parties are another. Yes. <laughs> That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, High Times put on a nice after party at Brooklyn Bowl with Method Man, Red Man concert. Hell yeah. Bowling, blazing, outdoor patio. Vegas is big on the outdoor patio smoking section because you can't smoke in any of the casinos or the convention center, obviously. Okay. Um, and yeah, we hit the Fairchild Happy Monkey Party too, real quick. Made a stop in there. Nice. It was definitely a vibe. Big venue, indoor, outdoor, VIP. You know how they do it. Okay. We, we got a lot of interviews. Yeah. Just got to edit a lot of them. Yeah. Interviews forthcoming. So this, yeah, they're still coming. Gotta look out for that. Um, is this the first time y'all been? Did you already say that? Um, that was my third time. Oh going. no shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I went in 2015 and 2018 as well. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Did you guys meet Mike Tyson? <laughs> oh my god, we were right there. He did like. Um, what is it, the student in glass or whatever the hell it's called? Yeah, yeah. He did, uh, I don't know if he did a demo or he just took a hit and he was swarmed by people and we were already standing there talking to somebody else and we saw him. We're like, oh shit. And as we tried to get in, like within the blink of an eye, he was shuffled out the side door. Yeah. Hey, let me check your mic real quick because it is cutting out a little bit. Testing. We're back on. There we go. Just had to reseat that one there. But yeah, he was definitely there, but it was quick appearances with him. Yeah. I could, like I said, in the blink of an eye. Oh, it keeps going again. Try this. Um, here, let me see. Mike. Sure, this one. All right. There we go. Finicky cable there. 
Yeah, Vegas, though, has the potential to be super lit with the weed scene. I mean, we went to Planet 13, which is probably more of, like, the corporate dispensary. I know there's other options. We just went there for convenience, like, on the way to keep the route efficient. Okay. But a super large selection, for sure. And, you know, it's like... It reminds me of like a store on 34th Street. Like it's big, it's got the lights. It was like, like Macy's. Yeah. They have all the, you know, they have ancillary products in there too. Okay. Staff was super knowledgeable. Nothing bad to say about them really. If I we, remember, we got good pre rolls. We got yeah. some concentrates from there. Um, I was just going to say, I think they got the first uh, lounge license as well. I think I just saw that. Yeah, it's kind of, it's wild because, you know, a lot of things in Vegas, right, like, have, like, a lot of space, you know, they're very experiential, and that space specifically, the fact that it's going to have a consumption lounge, like, they already have the infrastructure for it, it, you know, and it's, uh... Yeah, they have places to get something to eat in there already, there's, like, multiple different places besides just the dispensary within... Okay, it's like there. a casino sort of either. Like, it, we need you to stay definitely. in this building. We got shopping, we got restaurants, yeah. Yeah. whatever you Shout want. Shout out to my boy here. Hash Knight. He had fucking going around with two two gram uh, carts. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Vegas over there. Oh, they, yeah. They put me on with that one. That was awesome. I'm, I'm waiting until they get those lounges open. I've never been, but I'm sure that once that happens, it's going to be extra dope. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you bring this up because I've been talking about this a lot lately, how... You know, there's consumption lounges are kind of a new thing in the sense of a, the formalized industry, right? The only proof yeah. of concept we really have that's worked over time is Europe, specifically Amsterdam, right? And yeah. um, in the States right now, you really have two places that are really going to make and shape how this looks. That's New York and Vegas. Those are two international right markets. Yeah. Very experiential, right? And I'd say the best parts of Vegas are structured off of you know, New York actually, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously you can't walk really, you can't walk around Vegas from place to place really, but like New York, but you know, I think in terms of people traveling there just to go experience something like, you know, yeah. Planet 13 does that because they want you to spend as much time in there as possible and spend as much money with them as possible. Yeah, there's nothing this else trip. around it. You're not like hopping from place to place. Like yeah. any of the dispensaries are yeah. off, off the strip and okay. uh, freestanding. I did hear that. All right. You can't smoke outside there, right? You're not supposed no, to. No, Yeah. They were pretty strict. I had to go run around the oh, fucking really? whole hotel. Oh, around. okay. Yeah. People were smoking, though. Yeah. yeah. You had to yeah. be careful. They told me to, right. too. That yeah. was actually... I have a really, really... I've only been to Vegas once, and I have a really great memory of, like, waking up at, like... I think it was, like, 8 or 9 in the morning because I was super, you know, time, off the time, right, coming from the East Coast. And I was actually smoking... Um, it was uh, Deadass from New York. It was oh, yeah. Collector's Deadass, right? Yeah. And I, was, I remember walking through on the strip as far as I was where I was staying, like, early morning, seeing all these huge buildings and smoking a drink. It was just like, I haven't forgotten what that looks like. And I was like, damn, like, I got to come back here, you know, not yeah. just for, like, a day or two. Like, I got to really see this again. It's a place uh, to do mushrooms. Oh, okay. For Ooh, sure. Wow. Lights, oh, high, big ceilings. Everything is huge. There's yeah. all kinds of statues and art and crazy miles. people, too. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe. I was, like, on New York time, and it's, like, 5.36 in the morning over there, and I go to get a coffee, and just zombies, behind, like, at the um, slots. I believe that. I don't know. It always just blows my mind. Because they look like they've been there forever. <laughs> just, like, not leaving, no sleep, pack of cigs. Yeah. Their big drink. Yep. <laughs> but I'm not judging. Hey. It's just a wild thing to see, so it's a good place to do some psychedelics. Oh, definitely, yeah. All right. I'm putting that on the list. Well, and then, if you're in loathing, that's what happens, right? Aren't they tripping in? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that movie. Precedent has been set. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Um, a lot of stuff has happened in the last month. I got a lot of good stuff in the news, but let's see. What did we... Last week, we went to... Um, oh, the... Hi, now. The comedy uh, night over at uh, Work and Roll. I always yes. want to call it Walk and Roll for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Cause that's what it <laughs> says. Yeah, because there's, it there's says a Walk and Roll. There's a restaurant that's called Walk and Roll too. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. All right, I'm glad I'm the only one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the High Garden guys. That was a dope night. Yes, and it was the stand-up comedy. The, yeah, we're keeping the camera that way. It's on purpose. So oh yeah, why? Somebody asked. Hetty said it's the right. He think it's the wrong way. Oh Show no, one. we changed it. Yeah, Show yeah. That's you. Thank you. Yeah, that was a dope one. 
there's a lot of dope events in New York this weekend. I was not here, but did you guys make it to any of those? The, it was the Growers Cup. Damn, I wanted to go thing. to the Growers Cup. Yeah. They made they the New York Times. Too, really? Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 that's massive. Amazing. Mr. Puffington made it with his photo. Oh, they said shit. a gentleman. The they said a gentleman who calls himself Mr. Puffing walking <laughs> around. Or Mr. Puffington walking around with his. Blasted everybody. His yeah. big. But there's a name for it. I McKenzie definitely screenshotted it. Mackenzie was right here. Mr. Puffington came and gave him a blast. <laughs> That's so funny. You know that that cup is really historic. I mean, yeah. You know, even you know, even in the context of New York City Normal, we did the Normal Awards a while ago, and I remember when we were going through the awards that we wanted to give out. We wanted to give something for Flower, but. We knew that the New York growers that were in New York did not want to put themselves out there yet. Yeah, it just wasn't yeah. the time for it. Yeah. Right? And um, a lot of that hinders the process. And the amount, the fact that they were able to pull that off in the way they did, yeah. you know, is is really, 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 um, you know, uh, uh, amazing. It, it's it's a, it is truly historic. Yeah, right on. You it's know, give them the applause for yeah, that. Definitely did it in an amazing way. Now that it's legal. Yeah. You know? Like you said about the time, we did a lot of cups before. Yeah. A lot of things happened. They were part of it. I know. They, and couldn't, yeah. they couldn't flex, you know? It's, it's now, now you win the cup. It's big. Think yeah. about that. You know, and, and thing that's is, the strain of the fucking whatever. We've had a couple of cups in New York, right? Like, you know, you had the chem competition not long yeah. ago. Uh, the New York Harvest Festival happens. You know, yeah. that's the this past year PIFCON too. So we got a lot of really cool things happening. Yeah. Um, and you know, was awesome. Oh, yeah. I wish I went to that. I, yeah. that good. <laughs> I didn't even get the, I didn't even get to go to the Growers Cup. And yeah, I, I I've been be. big on smoking New York tree for Come a long on. time. You know, so. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Executive director, normal. You know. Yeah, no. I wanted to. We want. We should. We. I Wait, can like, I just do? I um, like we were supposed to be there. We weren't. I want to read uh, Mr. Puffington's shout-out in the okay. New York Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man who calls himself Mr. Puffington walked around spraying vapor from a, con- a contraption he called the Cloud Cannon, which looked like a cross between a bong, a water gun, and a plastic food storage container. Yeah. <laughs> Top-tier reporting right there. Yeah. BX That's in the awesome. building. That's New York awesome. Times caught it. Yeah. yeah. Good for Puffington. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I also heard a friend of mine went, and he said that there was people from the Office of Cannons Management there. Yep. That's right. That was very interesting. <laughs> also, Dashita Dawson from no, the city. Yeah. You know, she yeah. was also right on. There. Hey, they are saying yeah. like, come in. Yeah. We want this to be, you know, want to be part of it. They yeah. want to come in, you know, do the whole shit. So I'm happy that they're there. Like yeah. you said, we don't have to hide it no more. Like, please, do yeah. we? And yeah. you know, you know? yeah, I would say right now is a risque time. It's, they're there. People are watching. They definitely want to shut down anybody who's not compliant. Yeah. So, yeah, that's like, I don't know, it's not like having a fed in the room. You're like, wait, what? That's what I would kind of think, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, well, it's state, so they're not fed, but. It's it's yes. tricky, right? Because, like. Because are they going for the farm or are they going for the dispensary? That's yeah. what they're saying. Yeah, so. true. True yeah. that. And I think, you know, right now it's, it's, it's really crazy we have an office that's actually, like, trying to spend time with the community because. There's a lot of states that do not start off like that, that do not have people that are actually part of the community or try to be in the community, you know. Um, but, you know, it, it's tough because, you know, when it comes to, like, growers, growers have survived by not putting themselves out there, you know, whether it's legality or just literal harm, right, like yeah. protecting their grow. So, it, it, you know, putting yourself out there like that is tough. But, you know, a moment like that, like, you think about that cup, a lot of growers were able to meet each other there that have never met each other before. Yeah. And on top of that, when that straight happens, people pass genetics, people pass oh, seed, yeah, people pass cuts. It's That's a whole other situation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talking about that right now, we've got an event that's coming up. Okay. Boy, Gene Cigar. Traders. All right. December 19, uh, 18th. And you know, right there, you're going to get the best genetics in town. So. Yeah. Okay. And with all these regulations... For real, you gotta go up there and get him. They, he got arrested the other day. Really? Yeah, they arrested him at six thirty a.m. in the morning. Oh shit! Yep, they put the dogs on him and everything. Wait, where? Uh, I'm not sure where. I have to look that up. Gene Traders. Okay. Gene Traders. Really? He, he put it up on his thing. Lou. Damn! Oh, I missed that. He Wait, put it up uh, and said, "Yo, I got arrested." In New York? I'm not sure because he travels so much. He was in Connecticut. Back, you know yeah, how he okay. runs around. Yeah. So I just don't know where he's at. Wow. All right. He did get arrested, and they put the dogs on him, and Uh, 10 hours to get the... um, Then he got caught with a clone and seeds. uh, And and it was bullshit. It's like they smacked him in the wrist but took everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you see, it's uh, still out there. Like, they will fucking arrest you. you know yeah, I mean? damn. They will put the dogs on you. You might as well just say, yo, I got weed on me. Yeah. And then, like, do you want to fuck with that or not? Yeah. Like, right now, somebody can, you, I got They're going to scan people's eyes. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. That's how they're going to know if you're driving high. You that, that's wow. going to be the test. That's, I don't know. That's scary if that is true. trying to make that the test. They Shit. Could. Well, all right. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, just close my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't like, open your eyes. I was like, no. They're like, well, we know you're high now. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Are you not opening your eyes because you can't open your eyes? I got poked in the <laughs> eye when I was little a lot. I got bullied. I got poked in the eye a lot. Oh, and so shit. I'm not opening my eyes to anything. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. What do you mean? I don't even know. How about if you're, you know, your hands are shaking? Like, how, how is that contraption? I had to put it on my fucking head. That's a far Sorry, far sir. One. I can't open my eyes. Yo, yeah. It's against my religion. My eyes are closed. Um, all right, let's see. What else? Wait, we got Denise in the comments saying she has a comedy event this weekend as well on Sunday. I believe she's doing a, the Hotbox brunch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Hell yeah. Right. Check, check out uh, at Hotbox NYC. Is that it? Yes. And Denise Sib, she's there in the comments. Okay. Um, yeah, I came to her last comedy show or two comedy shows ago here at Hazy House. That's so right. That's right. We did that. Definitely worth checking out. And I'm sure the brunch will be excellent as well. Um, what else? Let's see. Did y'all see this, uh, the burner marijuana mania that dropped? Shout out to Hazy House. Yeah, shout That's out right. to Hazy House. Yeah. Got the mention. Uh, although, interestingly, I guess I'm going to lead into the news with Search. this. Everybody got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did a good it job. It was a good rep- representation, Yo, I'd say. The one that blew me away, though, was the pizza pusher. Like, holy shit, this motherfucker got some next level shit going on. At least that's how they made it look. I, I, I haven't gone. I haven't either. I, I, mean, I thought it was just a restaurant. He's got like multiple levels. Go. He's got, a lot so of he's got multiple like, locations too. Okay, yeah. yeah it's All crazy. kind of shit. Um, but uh, shortly after that, they started uh, raiding smoke shops. I don't know if that is a coincidence or. Yeah, it's great you brought this up because, like, you know, um, they filmed this back in August, right? Yeah. So. You know, a lot of like I knew about the filming. I knew that you know, like some yeah, I people he was were here. Yeah. you know bringing people around, different things, showing them around, and like you know, it's, it's kind of like funny. Like, yeah, I mean, it could have been editing, but they did release it like right after we start getting to the standpoint where they're going to start enforcing issuing licenses, yeah. things like and that. And they were, yeah, yeah they were issuing you know. licenses too. It all kind of happened at the same time. But I, on a on that level though, like enforcement is happening. So anybody that's watching, you know, they're right now going after stores and retail locations that have all the work out in the open yeah you know and uh you know if someone doesn't have work out in the open it's not really an issue but um they are confiscating it but typically slapping fines and more punitive things uh related to you know to be fire code violation or, or some other type of odd violation that's actually not related to cannabis but it doesn't mean that they're not keeping track of it because these are typically multi-agency um you know coordinated things you gotta be careful you're putting the word dispensary outside of your fucking store. 100%. If I paid for it, it's like, no. yo, what the fuck? Are you crazy doing that? Like, I don't know who these people are. Like, it's like wild. I mean, they've had. Like, yeah, dude, you can't do that. About a year. It was yeah. unregulated, so everybody yeah. had their fun. And yeah. now they're like. The West was, uh, yeah. was wild. <laughs> or the East. Yeah. Just wild, wild East. Um, but let's see. That leads into. Uh, New York did award its first 36 uh, retail licenses to social equity applicants. She did. Out of over 900 applications, which is quite a slim margin, if I do say so myself. Um, interestingly enough, right before that happened, uh, did you guys hear about the lawsuit from this company in Michigan? Yep. <laughs> what the shit, man? Yeah. Um, we, it's, it's, I, I get it. Like you, you know what I'm saying, right? Like He says that he was, he, he was from New York. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't leave. get arrested here. He's not from here. I thought he said he got arrested yeah. here in Long Island. No, he, had, he got in arrested Michigan. in Michigan. Oh, no, I thought he got arrested in Long Island. No. He had to leave and start no. in Michigan. He's trying to argue that it's unconstitutional for them, I think, to put, like, an in-state requirement because it impedes interstate commerce or some shit. Okay. Yeah, um, guy's thing. been, he, he, he's actually challenged about um, two other state programs on the same basis. So yeah. it, it seems to be a trend that he's trying to go and do it for litigatious reasons, opposed to, like, maybe the reasons that he's saying. And also, yeah. the OCM even said um, he, he, he didn't score high enough to actually be issued a license anyways. He's, yeah. So, you know, we'll see where it ends up going. Um, 
But yeah, it's, it's yeah. interesting. It's the time we're in. <laughs> they didn't end up issuing as many licenses as a result, though. Brooklyn was one of the areas uh, that uh, his lawsuit affected. So hopefully they get that sorted out. Why? How does that work? That only Brooklyn gets hit. Uh, it wasn't just Brooklyn. It was. Hang on. I'm yeah, it's five regions: Central uh, New York, Finger Lakes, oh, okay. Hudson, Western New York, and Brooklyn. It was kind of interesting. Well, yeah, when that. you when you apply for a license, you have a top choice in, in area yeah. that you want to go and set up your store in. Because the way it's supposed to work is that um, the state is partnered with this sub, you know, governmental agency called DASNY, and um, you know, basically they give you real estate in these areas, and only a certain amount of pieces of real estate for the areas, depending on their population size, right? So this app applied to certain areas in this first choice was these five areas we're talking about. Um, so there is, um, I want to say the, the AG, the state's actually trying to get this um, to be, I guess, looked at again. And, and, you know, just so the first top choice that the person was looking at this, you know, uh, the person that's litigating, um, it'd only be that one region, really, which is, I think, the Finger Lakes region. Okay. I, I want to say, I could, I could be wrong, it's, it's up north, yeah. um, and not... You know, so it doesn't result in all these other regions not being able right, to right. isolated to that. All right, yeah. I'm with that. Uh, let's see. That story is via ganjapreneur.com. Uh, what else? Oh, okay. Also in New York, interestingly, within the same month, there's been all this uh, news about testing. So I guess you guys saw the story. They said they tested a bunch of uh, bodega buds, essentially, like 40% oh, yeah. had... E. coli and salmonella and all this stuff. Like that's a little bit far fetched. Well, I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, like, hey, who knows? On. I mean, I would oh, wonder, no, like, if you're burning no. it, if it doesn't kill it anyway. But you know, no, but like, just this is in the beginning of the month, though. They also said that they're not going to um, uh, enforce the testing for the legal weed this time for bacteria and mold. Uh, and yeast, this time. still for pesticides because they're all going to fail. So I'm like, all right, so it was kind of a wash here. Right? <laughs> like good wow. luck, guys. Yeah. And this first batch. The people who ran the study are <laughs> lucky are, that lucky that all the cannabis farmers have honor. Yeah. And it's like I've never heard of anybody trying to fuck up their thing. Yeah. So that they could kill everybody. I never heard of it. Everybody, you know, passes out. We all get to smell it, look at it, yeah. take a little toko and say, you know what? You got to go back to the drawing board. Like your own circle, your own circle won't let it pass out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you, you know, like nobody will let it pass out of your farm. Yeah. Come on. So I'm not worried about it. I've been underground for fucking 30 years plus, and I never got no fucking simonella. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, whatever you're trying to associate it to, man. Yeah. To to add to it is that the 40 percent of things that failed were were pre rolls, right? So pre rolls get contaminated all the time post harvest, right? right? And um, so, so, yeah, that could have happened at any licensed facility yes, exactly. too yeah. if someone wasn't doing everything right and uh, you know that that's another thing and you know that also means that 60% of things passed yeah. Yeah. and um, on top of all of that too it's like you know the way that that specific report was framed was very not forthright you know someone was just saying this to me like uh, a couple exactly. months ago that's that they started off knowing what they wanted the result to be exactly. when they did these tests and that's already a biased study as is yeah. Yeah. you know and, and you know we were actually recently talking about you know finding a way to maybe how do we test the products that are out there because if this is about public safety then consumers need the ability to test their products because if it's fine it's fine right then what are we talking about here right if if it's actually exist yet yeah that's legit like it's a testing facility just for hire you can just bring your shit in like you know I'd like to be able to do that. It'd be great. <laughs> I mean, and you, know, you said about the licenses, right? You said there's 900 applicants for that. Yeah. But they're only giving 200. 150 right? to 200 total. Yeah, 200, yeah. 200 total? 100, I think it's going to be 150. 150. And then that, but I heard that 200. There's another. There's there another was that 200 there too, right? It depends. You know what it is, is? Is they have, you know, 50 million as is now, and they were supposed to raise another 150 million. So three quarters of the money is debatably raised right so that's 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 also that's i think you I'm might guess that too. Yeah. Uh, all right um, exactly. Interesting. and uh yeah that might be Michael. another root news i'm not sure if you're going to talk about that too but it ties into it uh oh wait what's that um well it, it was it was a bit of you know questioning in terms of how they picked the fund manager for that funds Oh no, I don't have that story actually. So if you want to talk, yeah. about it, No, I mean it, it's you know right now the um, 
Oh man, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm blanking on the uh, the, the fellow's name, <laughs> but uh, oh, it's Chris Chris yeah. Weber's funds. Yeah. So right. Chris Weber's been tasked to, to you know fundraise and, and manage the funds, and uh, the way that that happens is a bit. You know, I guess for a lot of people, controversial because you know we live in New York City. <laughs> you talk about finance; we have some of the best picks. You know, yeah. and you even have diverse picks of funds. You know, and for some reason, he was chosen. Um, there was an article recently that was talking about this. Was specifically talking about you know why did they pick someone when actually they have a pretty you know uh, questionable history in some of these things. Now, mind you, you know I, I'm not going to pass judgment on that, but. The, where we're at now is that we don't have this figured out. So, yeah. you know, if these locations can't open because we can't do the thing, the state can't do the thing that they said they were going to do, which is give locations to people, right? Then you have all this product that the conditional growers have grown that they're not able to actually physically sell. Yeah. Um, there you go. You know, to the stores, which is a hold up and a bottleneck. Right. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of delivery. We're all good. Yeah. Shit. All right. Well. well uh, Got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a work in progress for sure. When they gave uh, out those 36, it was like, yes. Because uh, they could have made us wait till next year. Yeah, That's I facts. Mean, <laughs> Easy, That's facts. Right? You know what I mean? We could have been waiting till another two months, said nothing about it. So, lucky, good job for everybody doing it. New Jersey's pushing too. Yeah. I was going to say, 113. So, it's like, you know, let's, let's go. East Coast is moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for We're real. Moving along. Let's go. Uh, NJ, and, and uh, with your. Normal, the lawyers and all that. Like you know, you, you're telling everybody be careful though. Still there. Yeah. You're still pinching, right? You're I mean, still, that's the thing. I, I say this all the time. New the York, lawyers are still working. Um, cannabis is is still. You know, we're still actually in prohibition in New York, right? We yes. have a bill that taxes and regulates up to a certain amount of cannabis per person. It doesn't completely legalize it because if it's completely legalized. We'd be able to walk around with pounds of cannabis and not be an issue, right? Like, think coffee. Like, you, there's no law saying you can't have a certain amount of pounds of beans of coffee on you, yeah. right? We're not there yet, right? You can still get arrested. Yeah. So, n- are they arresting people right now? No, not yeah. as much. But they are, you know, there's going to be ways of going after people still for cannabis. We're going to yeah, yeah, exactly. take time. Uh, a tolerance of it. Exactly. So, they do. Just yeah. Uh, I learned, uh, I went to, in Europe, I went to Amsterdam, and a police officer said, hey, um... Uh, it's not legal here. It's just tolerant. Mm. Yeah. So I said, God, mm. there you go. Mm-hmm. 700 years they've been tolerant. <laughs> it's not legal. You know what yeah. I mean? It's still tolerant. Coffee shops go through it over there. Uh, speaking of coffee shops and New Jersey, the, uh, I guess the CRC, the regulators approved the initial rules for consumption lounges in New Jersey. There's a 60 day public comment period uh, before everything's finalized. Uh, but what they have at the moment is they could be indoor or an outdoor enclosed location. Uh, they're allowed at any retail, I think they have to be attached to a retail location. Uh, it's a 1K application fee, a 1K licensing fee with approval, and then the license itself is $5,000. No food sold on site, which seems like kind of a bummer to me, but maybe that's like hard to regulate. I don't know. Oh, you, could, you could deliver. Yeah, you can get outside food. So, <laughs> you know, there's going to be a truck parked we outside. We can't make we're just going to open up a restaurant right across yeah, the street. Exactly. Like, yeah, facts. Have everything yeah. for them. So, um, no tobacco, no alcohol, no surprise there. And I thought this was interesting. Lounge workers are prohibited from overselling to people and required to monitor their consumption. So I guess just like with alcohol, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too yeah. high. Yeah, kind of yeah you can't just throw them out. <laughs> we'll roll them outside. No yeah. more dabs for you. Have, yeah. Drink this CBD, friend. That's true. I see them. I see them out cold yeah. with the dabs. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I'm taking a little bit too much. Uh, they think they're dead for real. No, in Amsterdam, when like if people pass out, they have the little. Candy or something to give you immediately. You really? have those kind of yes, things on hand. Right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Right on. That's right. cool. We got some events. Some uh, real quick yeah. events. You want to go there? And, and you got you got some events too. Go ahead. You started. So yeah, we just mentioned we have um, Denise Sibs, her stoner comedy. I believe that's on Sunday. And right who on. else? What other events are going on this that's weekend? Picasso. Oh, that's right. Well, okay. So. Uh, Frenchmas themed uh, scene where you can either trace it on and then do your puff and paint, or you can create your own holiday scene. Okay, so, let's bring cool. your own too. Right? 
Bring your own weed. Bring your own weed. BYOB. And uh, there's going to be 10 vendors. It's going to be a holiday shop. Oh, shit. All right. So if you don't want to do the puff and paint, you can just pull up to shop, chill. Yeah. Good music. (laughs) Yeah, support the vendors. Find some unique gifts. All 420 friendly. There's like amazing things that people have. And it's like when you see it that you know who it's for. I feel like that's how gifts work. Like some people get crazy about it, but... You know, if yeah. you're out there, something will call to you for the person it's meant for. You showed me another flyer. Awesome. Oh, this Sunday we're doing a pop-up. If you're in the Hudson Valley, we will be at Hemp and Humanity in Woodstock, New York from 1 to 6. Melissa Gibson has an amazing store just filled with hemp CBD. Um, she's got cannabis products as well in there. So come check us out. We'll have samples of tinctures, <laughs> CBD mocktails. And that's what's up. That's this weekend. There you go. Right on. And, and you know what we got over there? 1718 Collective. We got it on Lock in Brooklyn. Go check out that site. We always got an event going. We got the we- Search Lounge. Every day something's happening. We're going to Search Lounge after this. So we'll be with my boy Angel tonight. Uh, we, I told you about Gene Traders, December 18th. That's from 12 to 4. Go check out the, si- the Instagram. And then we got NJ Smokers Club throwing a big bash right before the Christmas another market yeah. event type thing on Thursday there's also um, the buy weed from women event at e that's right that's right alright and we were talking about MJ BizCon there was a little controversy with that oh yeah that's right oh yeah that a company oh, yeah, had that story. a shirt that said um, buy weed from white rich. rich men I believe yeah I think rich white men yeah yeah that was uh, so, poor taste and poor taste indeed uh, and so this event sold out so hopefully uh, you yeah. RSVP'd to it there's two sessions one from 6 to 7 one from 7 to 8 and um, Ethan just has a great dispensary beautiful location for the events upstairs uh, yeah. shout out to our sponsors number one Hazy House uh, we got Comeback Daily um, we got um, Grow Bud Yourself we got uh, Northeast Leaf Honeysuckle Magazine. Nice indeed. And um, I didn't forget anybody. Uh, Last Prisoner Project. Last Prisoner Project, yes. Yes, Last Prisoner Project. Visit their site, sign a petition. That's right. So get somebody out of jail. Thank you, sponsors. And uh, that's what we got. That's what I got. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. And now it's the time. Yeah. Got Getting to the official interview portion of the show. Uh, welcoming once again... Ryan, the executive director of Normal. What up, man? What's up, y'all? Yes, I'm excited to have you here, man. I appreciate y'all really getting me on here. This is... Yes. Seshcast. Yes. Always good. Smoking over here. You feeling good? No, I'm feeling great, man. I'm telling you. um, I've only been getting into Skittles and candy terps a little more recently, specifically because you can do a lot on it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a really Functional. good functioning yes, yes. high. So, um, That's why I got my Skywalker. There you go. Oh, Skywalker's such a good strain, man. Uh, so I got ooh, it's, not, it's not that it's not hitting me hard, but it's like I could smoke it all day. Yeah. That's great. why, right? Yeah, exactly that. Smoke it all day and keep it going, keep it going. Well, I'm curious, how long have you been uh, working with Normal? So... I want to say it's been about, uh, I think about three or four years now. Yeah, just about three or four years. Um, You know, I I started working with Normal. Uh, I used to go to all the Canna Gather events and High and Y events. And, you know, at the time, I, uh, uh, you know, I still work for Presto Doctor, you know, we're a telemedicine company. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I guess like, I guess start with there too. You know, I, I started working for Presto Doctor in uh, 2017, okay. and that was, I guess, my first real like. I worked in the industry at a salary yeah. job in New York, and I still work there, right? Okay. Um, and uh, you know, prior to that, I, I uh, used to work in the legislature in 2014. So when 2014, um, that's the year that can- the medical cannabis bill was passed. And, uh, you know, like a fun fact I like always telling people is that, you know, I was actually on the floor of the assembly when they, they passed the bill, oh, you know, like two nice. in the morning, half the people are asleep, falling asleep on the table, oh, wow. and, you know, and, uh, 
but it was cool to see that whole process because you know, I was able to witness, you know, the loud lobbying that was going into it, you know, um, you know, it's a very different time, right? Like, you know, some folks were parents bringing their kids into, you know, senators offices upstate and the kids would be having seizures on the, their floor of their office. And the wow. mothers would say, you're literally causing this. Wow. And, you know, there's a medicine that's out there that's proving to, sh- to work and you're Ooh. causing me to have to break the law to leave the state to do it. Yeah. But actually... Got through to a lot of these senators, yeah, yeah, right. sure. and that's why I we actually got it. bill passage. But <laughs> on another end, this process, that process, actually made me really cynical because, you know, I was following the bill, reading up on it, and then when, you know, towards the end of uh, any legislative session in New York, there's a rush to pass things because everybody's going to go home for the summer, and you know, and um, at the time um, it was going to get passed, you know, Governor Cuomo was like get the bill to my desk and I'll sign it. So he's like, all right, everybody starts focusing. This is a real yeah. thing. He's going to sign this for us. And then once it gets passed, he's like, oh, I don't know if I could pass it. You know, there's some things in here I don't agree with. And, you know, that's when you would get the three men in the room, which at the time was, you know, Dean Skelos and, and Sheldon Silver, two people that have been, you know, uh, convicted on corruption <laughs> charges are no longer politicians. And, um, you know, at that point, that's when they, they changed the bill and they changed the bill that would have allowed for 100 dispensaries and 20 licensees in the state or 25 licensees, I think four or five locations apiece. Uh, most qualifying conditions you find in most states and the flower were all taken away. Right. So, you know, basically he, he limited it to only five organizations, 20 total locations in the whole state. Um, took away chronic pain, anxiety, any of these things that are typical in a medical program, and uh, also took away flour. So, you know, when that happened, he completely butchered what everybody fought for, and there's nothing we could have done about it. And at that point, advocates at the time were like, we're not going to go at this again. Like, we've already spent so much time and, and energy, and we kind of got what we wanted. And that's that's defeating when somebody kind of gives you what you want and now you got to fight again for it. But they're like, I just gave you something. Right. So that caused me to be pretty cynical about the process. And um, so, you know, fast forward, um, one of the the big reasons why I got the job at Presto Doctor, it was, uh, you know, at the time I was doing ad sales, selling TV ads and programmatic ads and, you know, that. Yeah. For 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 like local advertising. So, you know, I've been on some local TV ads in the past. but it was it was a grueling job, you know, I did that for a year and a half. And, you know, I really wanted to work with in medical cannabis specifically. You know, I've lost family members to cancer and, you know, it was a big, uh, um, you know, it was a very important thing for me and to be on that end of the, the industry. And uh, this this job popped up right after I like put it out there that I wanted to work somewhere that, you know, I could actually deal with people again and do more customer service opposed to sales, you know, but um so I got the job because like I, I put the application in and, and they reviewed my resume and I worked in the state. And I really understood the bill that like right. helped me a ton just being able to decode that for a California, you know, telemedicine company, you know, and yeah. uh, it was actually the first cannabis telemedicine company in the space. So, you know, it was uh, in the West Coast and, and, San, and San Francisco, which was where the first telemedicine, uh, cannabis telemedicine right. started. So, uh, you were were shocked when you got the. Oh my God, it's life changing because you know the other. It's happening. This is the thing, right? Like I'll, I'll, you know, it. it, Most of my life, you know, I started smoking, you know, using cannabis at fourteen, right? I was selling cannabis on and off my life for most of my life, you know, allegedly. No, no, I got arrested at one point too, (laughs) you know. So, you know, um, (laughs) and you know that stuff was a big part of my life. But when I was like gonna get out of college, you know, I was like. I don't really want to take this lifestyle with me going forward. It's not going to be realistic. Like I see where it ends up and, you know, and, uh, so for like getting a real job, right. And this is like, I was, I, in, while I was in college, that's when Washington and, um, Colorado legalized. Right. So all of a sudden this like light bulb went off my head of, wait a second, this is a real thing. Like people could actually work in cannabis. Right. Like that was, I didn't know what I wanted to do, right? So, you know, fast forwarding to to getting this job, I was like, I finally like did it. I turned this, you know, life I've, you know, I've been conflicted about into something. I could actually feel good about that. And I actually feel like I'm helping people, right? So, you know, that that was huge. And and when I had the opportunity, I was like, no, I'm doing as much as possible in this role. I'm gonna go to every can of gathering. I'm gonna go to every event. I wanna meet as many people. And 
You know, I always say like, we see you everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, you fucking everywhere. And it's crazy, man, because like you know, even like even like you, man. Like, there's so many people like that I see that you know I could call friends now, and I would like look up to all y'all and these events. And I always joke like networking wise, right? Like, you gotta have to like meet people like five or six times over again for them to remember who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? And I went through that. You know, a lot of people look at me like, yo, you know everybody. I'm like. This wasn't easy to, you know, like <laughs> you meeting people. Work, work. Yeah, You're and still working. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll but, see you working. And um, you know, and so and um, so you know, going to those events, um, I would bitch a lot about the medical program, and I started bitching to Doug Green, right? Okay. Doug Green is, you yes, know, a legendary yes. figure in in New York cannabis. Um, you know, legendary advocate. You know, he was an advocate of many things, and and you know, whether it's you know cannabis, ibogaine, and psychedelics, or uh, I wanted to say he, he actually was a paralegal for an animal rights, um, I think not for profit. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but, you know, through and through somebody that devoted his life to just like embedding the world. And, um, you know, I'd bitch to him all the time. And, and, you know, he, he knew I had this background working in the legislature. He's like, you should come to a normal meeting. You know, so I did. And this was like when uh, Greenspoon Martyr was donating the space for Empire State Normal to have meetings. And, uh, you know, I, I went and I was speaking up because that's what I like to do. And I have an opportunity yeah. to do it, you know, put my perspective out there. And, you know, after doing that a couple of times, they were they can, were like, yeah, I think you're going to this is what we were like missing in our board. Right, which was which is crazy, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and have you know, all they um, had was the the page on High Times, the <laughs> normal page. That's all they've had. For yeah, years. and and that's a, you know what I mean. Nobody to talk. Nobody, nobody to talk for them. And and that's the thing, you know. Normal is the you know the oldest cannabis advocacy group in the country. You know, the national chapter is what you know lobbies in Capitol Hill. And, you know, they do have a paid lobbyist to go and do that, right? So, you know, there's a lot of things we can credit to normal in that sense. But prior to an industry even existing, it was a justice-focused advocacy group, right? It was also consumer-focused. You know, they wanted safe, regulated products, but also to stick up for people getting improperly arrested, right? And, um, you know, there's a lot of cases, and people could talk about this, that normal got them out of jail. You know, but um, any any group that's been around for a really long time, right? Oh, definitely got one. And, um, you know, any group that's been around for so long, um, it's going through some sort of change in its identity, right? Because there wasn't an industry when normal started, but there is very much an industry now and normal still exists, right? Check, check this out. This is a normal one. I've had this shit for like... Oh, my God. Like mad fucking... I had longer than I have. <laughs> oh, this is your statement. Wow! Look at it says. That's what you're supposed to say. The office is a Bruce Margolin. Yeah, and that's normal. Those are oh, normal. Shit. You know. Yep. Yeah. Normal. Okay. There's the leaf. Yeah. It's, read it. Read it. Says what, this is what you say. Uh, I invoke and refuse to waive my Sixth Amendment right to an attorney of my choice. I respectfully request you do not ask me any questions without my attorney present. I do not consent to any search or seizure of myself, my home, or of any property in my possession or under my control. I respectfully request you do not ask me about my ownership interests in any property. Please okay. do not make any comment or ask any questions about this decision. That's pretty normal. thorough. This is normal. <laughs> yeah, like, fucking thorough. You keep that on this. you? I've carried this for like maybe 12 years right now. No, that's normal. dope. Hell this yeah. is my lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what I'm like, yo, here's my little paper, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got my fucking glasses. Yeah. That's to the cops. Fuck them. That right so, there is. If you don't know your law, you're done. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that, that little paper right there, I just remember it for having it here. Don't do a stupid one. You're going to have to call these fucking lawyers. Yeah. And two is that these are the law. Yeah. So that's why we're here. That's why you're schooling them, letting people know that. You can start yeah. their pants here. You know? It's not over yet. Yeah, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Um, And that's, and that's like a great example. Um, You know, so... Uh, you know, I, I and I joined. I, I eventually, you know, joined this community story. I, yeah. I, um, I joined the board of Empire State Normal, right, which is a statewide chapter. And at the time, um, they wanted to actually start a New York City focused chapter. 
And, you know, and it, it's kind of like surprising to think like, why, yeah, why isn't there a New York City chapter? Um, I kind of joke about this because it's kind of like in the Matrix how there was different forms of Zion yeah, before yeah, Zion yeah, that we know yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. There have been New York City cha- normal chapters. So yeah. shout out to all yeah. those chapters that exactly. existed prior, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I've met people that used to be part of it. And, yes, you yes. know, when you start looking at this is that there's been... It was just different type of chapters. Yeah, and, and different times, right? Yeah, like, you know, exactly. being in an advocacy group then might have been very scrutinized for a lot of people, right. you know, and even the time frame I was getting into it, it was different, right? Because honestly, New Jersey, New Jersey said, yo, we're, we're going to actually legalize this. When that happens, and then Cynthia Nixon went on stage at the cannabis parade to say that I'm going against, I'm going to run against Cuomo and I'm going to legalize cannabis if I become governor. Yeah. That, those two things, yeah, that was what... All of a sudden changed the dynamic in New York because Cuomo was like, all right, yeah, we're going to start actually looking at this realistically. And all of a sudden it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, everything was flipped back on its head, you know? Um, here we are. Yeah, there we are. And um, yeah, so so at the time we, we decided that we needed to, to, you know, start a New York City normal chapter. Uh, you know, uh, it was actually me and you know a couple of people, but specifically Ben Liner from from Master Club now, right now of exactly, Master Club, exactly. right. So you know, at the time, Ben was you know on the board of Empire State Normal also, and you know we started the chapter. He was the executive director, I was the deputy director, and um, you know we 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 wanted to create the chapter in a way that it was going to survive past legalization because you know obviously normal is is very very dedicated to legalizing right the plant but you know um what happens after that right and you know we recognize the importance of what new york city is to the culture of everything right it's like we have to exist yeah what happens after that like no no well i mean there's still you need somebody to advocate for like just laws and like all this kind of procedure right Mm -hmm. it seems Mm -hmm. like it's gonna go real fast but it is slow getting into these uh, laws passed and everything so we need the lawyers we still need the lawyers <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we still need normal no matter what it's just different levels all time. oh yeah I'm glad yeah, you we- took over I saw you working a lot running around that's how we you met it was like like you said you gotta meet a couple of times you're like yo what's yeah, up yeah. you're like yo what's up yeah what's yeah up? so you're like oh shit I mean, that's the thing, man, is, um, you know, through, through New York City Normal, I mean, it, it was, it was a lot of time, um, you know, it's volunteer work. We don't get paid yeah, to do yeah, it, yeah, you I know, so working. we, um, you know, and a lot of normal chapters are, it's volunteers. So, you know, it, it's difficult. So for us, we had a, amazing momentum, um, you know, through the, the years of our inception and then, um, COVID hit, right? So when COVID hit, it hit wow. hard and it yeah. hit hard for especially if you're a non-for-profit right and a volunteer non-for-profit right so but thankfully you know the, the organization survived through that right which is not the case for a lot of uh orgs you yeah. know and um it's very happy about that but it, it burnt me out you know so uh, yeah. at, a, at a certain point <laughs> yeah. i actually you know there were some things that we did uh early in this post-legalization process as chapter and um you know i uh, i do kind of happy to look at this now as a, as a success but you know um you know i i wrote along with, with help with a lot of other community members a letter to you know detest cuomo's appointment that he had right for the executive director right of the whole program oh and, yeah um you know this was important because you know if we look at what we have today the fact that you even have this landscape of cannabis being everywhere the events that we're having even a growers cup like if we had somebody that was a lot stricter and a lot more bureaucratic, which was what the the candidate that he put up was looking to be. Yeah. We could have had a completely different landscape right now. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Cause that person was, you know, um, yeah. And, and, you know, the way also Cuomo rolled was he would put his people in that he knew they were going to listen to him. Right. Because it's like, either you're going to jump when I say jump or you're out of here. Right. And I'm going to get someone else willing to jump, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, someone like that would have bottlenecked everything, right? And, and the person actually had a history of doing that in other states. So it was, like, imperative that the community came together and the community did come together to make sure the person didn't get the, the position. And, um, you know, thankfully we have the executive director we have now, somebody that, you know, worked on this bill as an advocate for DPA, 
right, or in its early years when the bill existed, and then worked in the legislature, and is now actually working back in the government again, even having some cannabis experience, even between all that. You know, that's that's somebody that's, that's made to to lead something like this. You know, but you know, going in the, the the thing is about government. Everybody should always remember is that you know, there's good reason not to trust government sometimes, right? And um, a lot of folks are mean well and want to help. But um, just because they're well-intentioned doesn't mean that they're in a position to actually help. And, you know, that people can get hurt by misled expectations, you know, or, or you know, the fact that, hey, you know, like even right now with the licensees, you know, if, if let's say that the they never issue these other or they issue the licenses, but don't issue the location. Right. Or, you know, all these cultivation facilities and are able to put out their products into stores, you know, that's going to hurt people. It's going to hurt businesses. It's going to hurt a lot of things. And, you know, um, government negligence isn't purposeful. It just happens. Yeah. Right. So it's something that we that's, all have to pay attention to. Good ass points, man. You know, and, and uh, reg- knowledge. Yeah. And regulators too. everything Gems, comes back like down to those regulators. Right. Like, yeah. you know, like, um, the regulators and the way they interpret and view the bill and the program is everything. It's that perspective, you know? Um, and by the way, we still have to be wary because these, these aren't locked in stone. Right. right so, yeah, you know, um, and you know, like for like an organization like mine, you know, like that, you know, I'm a part of with normal, we're a C4. So we're actually able to go and speak out on candidates. Right. Good. Um, you know, basically at the expense of not being able to take large ticket donations and then allowing them to write it off on their taxes. That's just like what a C3 is able to do. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, it's great because, you know, we have the ability and, you know, our goal is to be able to really represent consumers. But what does that mean? That means, you know, we want people to become engaged with us as a chapter because we do need your information of where you are and your zip code because, when it's time to act, we want to be able to tell you to act, yeah. right? And I, I guess I've worked in the legislature. You know, I've worked in a in in an office where I'll never forget there was a, a bill that the person I was working for, um, would traditionally voted no on in committee, and you know if something doesn't make it out of that committee, it never moves forward into maybe another committee or move into the floor. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know uh, he wasn't voting yes, and we had call after call after call after call and the guy I worked for really cared about his constituents so I had to write down every name I couldn't do my job the whole day wow. right and his phone's off the hook and he ca- he paid attention and guess what he changed his vote oh, right shit. and like, like he listened yeah. and you know and he's like listen I yeah you right. know I, I'm going to listen to my constituents and um, you know mind you that, that was there probably yeah, a group push, behind boy. it getting people together like do you yes, agree with yes. this at the supermarket and be like yeah I agree with you it's a call this person now you know yeah. and and but that is what it takes to get people to notice and getting legislators wow. to notice. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, uh, on our ends, yeah, we kind of need that system set up. And that's what we want to be able to do. And, okay. you know, we want to be able to put pressure on legislators. We want to be able to put pressure and say, listen, you have 100 or 1000 people, members of our organization that feel differently in the way that you're voting right now. Yeah. Right. So, you know, this is how they feel. And this is why it matters. Not just how I feel, right? Which is important. You should listen as an industry yeah, expert. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how the people vote. in your area feel, right? <laughs> and they vote a certain way, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, um, I've noticed with this, with lobbying and, and anything like that, it's um, a lot of people in government, made a, they, if you get them to agree with you, it's great. Okay. Yeah. But what's the solution? You know, because for them, they're doing a zillion things. Yeah. Sometimes they're forced to do things that they're not experts at. Right. And they're trying to figure out and learn at the same time of being able to vote on it. Right. So it's like, you know, what, what, what what are you going to do? And, and, uh, you know, coming with solutions and coming with the mentality of like, all right, I can convince them on. Yes, I can get their word, but until they vote on it, it don't matter. Right. So, you know, the reality is like, you need to have something to be able to, to, to hold over them. Cause that's, that's what it comes down to. And it, you know, and, 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 you know, so for tell us, me right, right now, what's the, the, the what you want them to come out for for NJ? Give me, oh man, give me your your. Well, all right, so what you want? There, there's you, want. You, you told us a lot right now. <laughs> we'll go in a little bit. You know, tell me what what's your, what? what the chapter needs. Yeah, so I mean, us and as a chapter, you, where to find you? hundred yeah, percent. If you want to get involved, where, where you do know? you go? Yeah, so I would say right now, um, you know, going to our Instagram, we're pretty you know active on there, and that's uh, at NYC Normal, normal. Okay. right? 
Um, our website is also nycnormal.org. Um, if you want to become a member, there is a form fill that you can complete there as well as a place to donate. Um, you know, like what does the money go to? The money is going to go to the fact that we are going to have some folks that are, you know, non-directors, non-people that run an organization. They're going to do technical things, yeah. right? So, you know, it might be tasks that really like this person shouldn't be doing this for free. This this right. costs money, right? We want to spend the money to make this move right. forward. Sure. More than me, more it's than an any of the people on cost. the board. You know, we might be doing a lot, but we're doing this because we love this, right? It's yeah. you know, there's technical things. I don't love putting things on the ske- uh, on a me- on a calendar, and yeah. you know, so um, technical roles like that, uh, operational items, you know, that keep the organization going. But also other things like traditionally getting people to Albany, right? Getting buses and getting transportation to places, yeah. right? Getting yeah. our volunteers in places where it matters. To allocate that money. Yeah. yeah. And right. um, I know this. You get a T-shirt and you get your little star, your little yeah. gold leaf. Yeah, gold that's leaf. The that's the right. Minimum that you could invest, which is thirty-five dollars. That's the minimum. You yes, get right. Leaf. That's okay. right. Every year I got leaves. So every year on my jacket. Hey. You see my leaves. So there you go. You find them. All right. Know what's up? You heard a lot of gems right here. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, dropping yeah. knowledge. knowledge. Before we go, we got uh, a game. Oh yeah, uh, the Cultivars game. That's right. We're down to play. Let's see, hold on. I got my That's right. We at the end of it. It's a lot of knowledge, man. Hey, dope, dope. You made it. <laughs> I'm excited for this part, yeah. Shout out to Um, for the sample there. Okay, so the way this works. I'm going to give you the strain, and then you get to pick multiple choice um, what the uh, parent strains are. All right. Uh, so the first one, um, the infamous Purple Punch. Uh, and the choices are Larry OG crossed with Granddaddy Perp, BC Sweet Tooth crossed with Mendocino Perps, or Platinum Wreck crossed with Fruit Punch. Everybody's going to guess, too. I don't know. I'm saying A. You want A, Larry OG with Granddaddy Perp? All right. I'm high. I didn't hear a word you said. Larry OG cross with Granddaddy Perp. <laughs> BC Sweet Tooth cross with Mendocino Perp. Okay, okay. Or Platinum Wreck cross with Fruit Punch. Purple Punch, right? Yeah, yeah. Purple Punch. We'll go with C. Platinum Wreck cross with Fruit Punch. All right. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go uh, A. A, Larry OG with yeah. Granddaddy Perp. That is correct. We right. smoked a lot of that. Two A's. That was around for a while. Yeah, yeah. The purple punch I'm was like... saying hard. <laughs> Although I felt like it was more of a looker than, than a cooker, I guess, or however you want to say it. But it, it tasted nice, too. It didn't really hit like, like you know, you thought it was going to. In my Sorry. Opinion. Anyhow, that's the purple punch. Uh, I like that purple punch. The next yeah. one, uh, you know, I guess a Hollywood weed strain, Pineapple Express. Okay. Uh, the choices are... Jack Herrera crossed with pineapple, train wreck crossed with Hawaiian, or Alpha Blue crossed with Ghost Train Hands. Pineapple uh, I'm with B or two. B, train wreck crossed with Hawaiian. Same B. 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 Boom. Correct. I was right. wrong though, I could press A. He thought I went A with first. The crowd. I, went with, I got swayed in, I went with the crowd. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay, and the last one. Um, and this one is apparently the Leafly strain of the year, uh, the uh, Jealousy. You know about this? I haven't tried it yet. I've been hearing about it a lot. It's tasty. It's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Stacy? Nah, it's tasty. Tasty. Oh, tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not tasty. Terribly. <laughs> so the choices are Grape Ape crossed with Grapefruit, Wildlife crossed with Snowman, or Sherbert BX1 crossed with Gelato 41. Say A. Hey, grape ape crossed with grapefruit. Jealousy. Oh, um, B. B. The wildlife crossed with snowman. C. C. <laughs> Shiver. BX1 crossed with Lana 41. Mario got it right. Hey. That's that jealousy. All right. All right, so you were two for, two for three. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because yeah. that's the one that I actually that's saw and I saw the strain of it and I don't even remember. Yeah. That was awesome, my brother. Let them know one more time before we cut the show off. Where to find you? Where to go see you? You dropped a lot of gems on us. Thank you. Let them know where to find you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at ry underscore e l l y. It's Ryelli. Um, you know, short. Uh, you can also find us uh, NYC at NYC Normal, as well as nycnormal.org. Uh, yeah, please support. 
you know, stay in tune. You know, there's a lot of things coming up and, you know, we're not just going to do these things with advocacy. You want to do some fun things too, you know, because, because that's what it's about. You know, consumers are about that fun. Normal barbecue actually. Oh yeah. One of my first events that I ever went to. Yeah, that was meant fun. There are some really fun events. So brother. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, See y'all next week. All right. With that, try stay out. Peace.